What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name's Joe, joined here today by Gabriel. Hi. And Robbie. Hey, what is up? <laughs> we just got to slow everything else down. I'm hyper today. Gabe's I don't know why. Up. Gabe's in fast forward. You, I've only had, this is only my second cup of coffee today. Yeah, I'm just now I starting my third. So I did have a full sugar big red for lunch though. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> there he's you doing. go. He's gonna crash yeah. in about fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta look over and he's gonna be like this. <laughs> he's I will say and no, I'm not knocking drink. diet drinks. I will say uh, cutting out the diet drinks has, has helped me with my my tum tum. Yeah. So, oh, well, go. Good for you. Yeah. I'm gonna I, if I have sugar drinks especially <laughs> if they had caffeine in them. No one it wants would, that. No one wants that. <laughs> can't even not sit even down. Yeah, not even. Like I already shake and move all the time. Like I'm always jittery and just uh, like I'm going to build a new studio. Sure. You're going to rearrange it? No, no, no. I'm building one. No, I'll no, back. No. I got no, no. I got some materials. New, it's done. Whole new. We speaking of studio, we did some rearranging. Uh, I'll yeah. post some stuff on Instagram, maybe uh, on the story. Friday. Um, yeah, we did some rearranging last Friday. We now have a set in here that is the living room set that was over in the office it is behind the fourth I'll get wall a, somebody snag well i'll get a photo somebody snag a photo we'll show huh. it um and we were going to try to film is it you, breaking like, the fourth that. wall if you talk about the fourth wall yeah i think yeah, so is it? Yeah. <laughs> if you talk about it it is breaking it uh it's broken i think what we're going to end up doing is like sliding everything this way yeah probably this go up against the wall like we do when we film a roll and then like and then have yeah. podcast set kind of Still in the same spot over here, but with the couch and so stuff. Joe had a really good idea, so I was thinking we bring that over here, television, we figure out where to put that. This TV up here, we take it down. Happy and birthday, I was like, Neon. we'll put a sign or something, or a, <laughs> or a painting, or one of our canvases, and he said, happy birthday, Neon. Yeah, it's just the happy birthday wall. It's in there. Happy birthday. We there's, have a happy birthday neon sign. There's a happy sign. birthday neon in there. We do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do we have it? Oh, it's yeah. in there. <laughs> oh, okay. Give him a like, second. Where? Give him a second. There it is. They're yeah. faster. With all the other random stuff that's in that room. <laughs> we bought a pallet. Of yeah. This happy birthday. Huh? We're just, we get bored and we do things. And it's, you know. Happy yeah. birthday. Whatever. We have a happy, uh, just a happy birthday wall. I need to plug in and see if it works. Because my thought is, it's probably somebody bought it for a birthday party and then like it's, returned it because they didn't need it anymore I let's, start a, let's start a happy birthday neon Sounds sign like rental loper. business <laughs> we rent you a happy birthday neon sign i mean for twenty dollars and you get to have it for you four have to hours. pick up you have to return <laughs> yeah and if you don't return it it's one hundred dollars one hundred twenty dollars you can check out happy birthday rentals.com yeah. yeah, yeah, if you did if you did fifty dollars a day and you rented yeah. it every day of the year yeah it'd be well, pretty good nice happy birthday sign. neon sign <laughs> rental company dot com, <laughs> dot com. llc no, just one <laughs> dot neon dot net. sign rental happy yeah. birthday yeah so <laughs> we only well, have the one because well we'll register yeah. Two happy birthday yeah, I'm yeah, sign exactly. rental. Most days we work for like 15 minutes in the morning. The sign's rented and we all right. go home. It's great. I think this is a great idea. Okay, let's <laughs> dig into People's this. like, uh, you only need 50 bucks a day for the three of you? <laughs> yes. Very frugal. We, we have golf clubs. <laughs> that's all we need. We have need. coffee. I've tried to tell you guys, I saved a lot of money on that Tesla. I'm just saying. Mm. That's right. R that's contrary right. to... <laughs> commenters some beliefs we won't say popular beliefs we'll say yeah, some beliefs. only some let's talk about some chrome west news from the week <laughs> please <laughs> please god save us. on to the show <laughs> on to the show now now that we're rocking and rolling we're ready to go yeah. let's talk about the framework first 
This is a review that we started three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Dragonfly yeah. was in the midst of it. We captured A-Roll, yeah. and then the Dragonfly took priority, Like, so we had to film A-Roll and do all the B-Roll with the Dragonfly. And if you go back and watch that review, you'll notice there's like four different scenes that we did. And that one just got all the extra treatment, graphics, there was all of that stuff. Something else that The came black up. one showed up, so we did the unboxing of that one. We had another unboxing that we did. I... There's just and we traveled in the middle of there. So just, there's yeah. things showed up and uh, and we finally got it done. So it took us a little while, longer than what I wanted, but it's but out. It had, had some different B-roll stuff we had to get to, yeah, it apart, and uh, it's just a little bit of a different device. Yeah, it's but. it's not like a normal traditional review. It yeah, it just has it's a unique device. And yeah. if you've seen our unboxing or if you watched our RAM upgrade video, you maybe know a little bit about this device. But for those that don't know. Give them the rundown, Roberto, on yeah, the it's framework a, laptop Chromebook edition. Yeah, all all <laughs> aluminum build, uh, pretty standard fare uh, clamshell device. Have you used it much? Not much. I, I have used like it. it. Yeah, I think uh, you'd like it. Yeah, that is right yeah. up my that's right up my alley because I'm I'm loving. I don't work on it very much, but I'm loving the dragonfly. Not, yeah, the dragonfly. So. Especially like the, the tinkering nature of. But I don't care to, about the touchscreen. So yeah, yeah. And that's why I was like, I don't, you won't care about that. I think it'd be one that'd be worth like taking home over the weekend and yeah. uh, typing out a few articles on it because the keyboard, the keyboard's interesting. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. Do we just we just have the one now, or do yeah, we? Have, okay, we just have one. Yeah. Uh, we have two two the dragonflies, but um, but yeah, the uh, you know it, it it we talked about the review kind of from a perspective of saying okay, it's it's a thousand dollar Chromebook, so. I literally just published a piece, and we can talk about this later or not. We threw it in the show notes. I think that's worth the entire show, honestly. <laughs> I haven't even read your article, but I know I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> yeah, just uh, the idea that, I don't know, there's there's arguments to be made for uh, $1,000 Chromebooks. Um, they're not for everybody, and that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, there's some absurdities that go along with the minute you put nine ninety nine on a Chromebook. It's just like there's no way in the world a Chromebook could be worth that much. It's just you know, a Chromebook. You know, and yeah, I forgot, to, I should have put this in there, but the, the article I wrote was about Android tablets specifically in Chromebooks. Right. Uh, but, you know, if you go and swap out uh, Windows for Chrome OS, basically on the framework, it's, it's one of the first times we've had an apples to apples device. Mm, the mm-hmm. Dragonfly is kind of that way, but it's apples to apples. It literally is the same hardware. The like TPM on the motherboard is different, obviously for Chrome OS and like not much else. There might be a few small differences, but overall they're the same well guess what they cost the same amount of money so unless you're talking about value proposition for your personal use case what the device itself cost is what it costs and right. so if the tool i use for my daily work if i choose to like chrome os better like i like it better i would much rather do my work on chrome os than on windows i have windows devices yeah i would choose not to use them if at all possible but I want better hardware. Yeah. So, and, and, and yeah, and we've talked about this before. It's just like when you're buying a car, I can go buy a $17,000 Kia that will fully function and do everything that, and that's no knock against Kia. They just have some affordable cars. It'll get me where I need to go. Right. It will be safe because all cars in the United States have to meet the national safety rate. Right. There's nothing wrong. You have something in your hair. It's driving me crazy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it is still a functioning vehicle. I get it. I can then go buy what's a what's a loaded out the most expensive Tesla. Oh Lord, like yeah. an S Plaid or an yeah. X Plaid. Yeah, I mean, how much? One hundred fifty thousand. Okay, I can buy one hundred fifty thousand to do a lot of things that the other car doesn't. 
Absolutely. Is it luxurious? This, yeah, absolutely. At its core, is it still a car that drives back and forth? Absolutely. If the v- thing that you're getting does the core things that you need it to do, you're free to like and buy whatever you want. There is a right. place for it. It's just like, does every average consumer need a $1,500 iPhone? No. Most right. people are never going to use the things that the video camera will do on an iPhone. They don't right. even know how to use it. But that's what they want, so that's what they buy. Right. So the people that are naysayers about $1,000 Chromebooks, I just it's getting exhausting even trying to argue about it, honestly. Yeah, it's I'm just, just like, kind of like, eh, whatever. whatever. And so like that that was kind of the part, part with this, of just saying, like, it is a... For a Chromebook, it's expensive. For a laptop, it's not that expensive. Go price out some high-end Windows laptops. I mean, what's quick. the gaming laptop you had? Oh, it's it's, like it's relatively seventeen hundred dollars. And to, to me, that's not. If I went, it's to not be- that nice of a device. Yeah. If I went to Best Buy and I was like, I'm here, I want to buy a gaming laptop because I am a PC gamer, and they showed me something that was fifteen hundred dollars, even without looking at the specs, I would immediately say. Eh, that's probably not what I'm looking for because I already have an expectation of paying at least 2,500 bucks for something yeah, that's right. going to be gonna be nice all around ultra premium. So when you say ultra premium Chromebook, it's a thousand dollars. That sounds really good to me. Right. And I think that's the, the hangout most people have, but uh, we'll chat about that in a little bit. Uh, you know, for, for this mm-hmm. device, the framework, it, you know, hits on most of those uh, premium Chromebook things. And so, for me, that comes down to, does it have a pleasing build quality? So not just a, well, it's an aluminum frame. Well, if it's bendy and mm-hmm. fingerprinty and, you know, poorly constructed and has sharp edges and stuff like that, that, that doesn't mean premium. But no. for a device that pops apart with relative ease, it, it's put together very well. Like, I'm very impressed with how well, even when it goes, like, the, the keyboard pops off, it's five screws and it's magnetically attached. It was hard to find the seam for a minute when we were filling yeah. that part. You know, like, where is that seam at? And I'm like, this is a device that's being held together by magnets, and right. on that side, two screws, and and yet the seam was perfect. So I mean, mm-hmm. they must be very meticulous about their quality assurance stuff. Yeah, and on the pieces. And you're talking get. about the the money that's involved in creating something like that. Have you ever seen the cool, crazy little magnets that when they go together, they completely the seams completely disappear? No. You've never. It's it's what they they wow. have like they have lasers and stuff that can cut stuff so, so fine fun. that yeah. when wow. the when the two pieces of metal whatever they're made of they slide together and they literally so the seams like are gone. It looks like that's wild. That's cool. It's not quite quite that refined but you're talking about to make something that's modular and it's refined enough that the fit and finish and what the tolerances are that good yeah that's a big deal because we've seen premium devices that aren't modular that the tolerances aren't yeah. near as good as oh that. yeah I mean, or or a, a spec sheet that says all aluminum build and you're like oh it must be nice and then you get it and it's like really? eh, it's that's something no it is it's but it still the, doesn't uh, feel great the edges are weird or whatever so yeah like mm. the elite dragonfly is one of those to me it, like it's okay it's yeah. made out of good stuff but it just doesn't feel great. The framework does feel nice and firm and uh, well put together. Uh, the hinge feels pretty good. It's nothing fancy, but you know, it's a clamshell and, and holds it's a, not one finger. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. so you get a nice. It's weighted well, so one finger lift there. Uh, and then the outside is just nice. You know, it's all just that powdered aluminum and then framework logo and Chromebook Which at is the top. Dope, it's, yeah. it's it's a good looking laptop. Um, but on the inside, you know, you're getting a 13.5 inch uh, Quad HD plus whatever that is a 2256 by 1504. I think it's their resolution. Sure, if you say it is. So it's the same screen that we've seen in the Elite, right? It's not the same screen, but the same resolution, right. same layout, same size. 13.5 inch, three by two Quad HD plus. That's in the Elite Dragonfly, the 
multiple 713s, the mm. 513 from Acer. It's that screen, um, just no touch. And so uh, it looks great. It's 400 plus nits. I want to say we measured it like we, we hit about 420, 425. Yeah, so 420, I think. Um, so plenty bright, colorful, a little bit of ghosting. So it's 60 hertz, and there's a little bit of like super fast moving stuff. Like if you're a hardcore gamer and like for me, it was a little off-putting at first. I got completely got used to it. It wasn't. It was fine. But um, I came from reviewing the uh, Acer 516GE, which has a my favorite of the 120 hertz monitors. Like the screen on it's it's that matte finish, and it just oh, I love that screen so much. And you it's know, pretty saucy. And then I went to the 60 hertz with some ghosting, and I was like, uh, that's gonna bother me. And then it kind of went away. So. It's it's whatever, uh, it's so I don't want to say it's like the best screen ever made or anything like that, but it's a very good screen. Yeah. Like, uh, it's going to get you through most lighting situations, all that stuff. Uh, again, which is something you need on a premium Chromebook. We talked about last week that 14C that just came out. Like, if it shows up from HP, if it shows up and it's got a 250 nit screen for an $800 Chromebook, or is it eight or seven? Seven. Seven hundred dollar Chromebook still to me, not acceptable because yeah. it's thirty dollars cheaper than the Spin 714, which is decidedly better yeah, it has a better processor they always have a better display their build quality is usually a little bit better yeah or, um, or, they're about, they're, about the same. Yeah. they're probably a wash there but their screen's always 300 plus yeah which is what a 700 device should be yeah period. and so like the screen checks out um you know it's got mute switches for the mic and the camera up top 1080p camera uh camera wasn't great so that was one of my knocks on it um but moving down the keyboard backlit uh, slight bleed on the, the the lighting but it looks really good uh, especially as you're sitting over it it just looks great um, and the keyboard is just fantastic it reminds me of the uh, remember the c434 mm-hmm. asus a little bit more travel and less clicky but yeah. still plenty response because yeah, like, i like the travel but i don't like clicky keys. good mm-hmm. um, you know like to me there's two kind of types of keyboards we get we get something like that and then we get what's on like the HP uh, Dragonfly Pro or like the Pixelbook Go yeah. uh, or HP's other Chromebooks. Like a little bit less travel, but a very good Very click. precise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just you feel very confident with it. So, I mean, I'm fine with either one. I like both of them depending, but um, the the framework has that deeper travel and just it makes me think of like an older MacBook before they started futzing around with the, the keyboards on their devices. Uh, it feels great. Uh, same for the trackpad glass. Super nice, clicky, where it needs to be. All that's perfect. Um, speakers were way better than I expected for downward firing speakers. Um, not obviously They're, not Dragonfly uh, level, and not even Pixelbook Go level, yeah. but good, like good, full sounding speakers. Does the bottom is the bottom kind of angled right yeah. there where the speakers are? They okay. kind of come out a little bit, and you know, it comes off the desk a yeah. bit. I mean, there weren't anything to write home about, but they're good, you know. And again, these are all things you expect from a thousand-dollar Chromebook. They shouldn't have, you shouldn't have big glaring issues. Um, the same Core i5 that's in the gaming Acer mm-hmm. Chromebook. Uh, it comes with eight gigs of RAM. We slapped an eight gig stick in it with no problem. It'll take up to sixty-four. If, I mean, RAM's <laughs> relatively cheap, so you can just go yeah. slap more RAM in it. The uh, M.2 NVMe is easily accessible. I think it's two fifty-six. It comes with it, but that's a relatively cheap upgrade too. You can do both of those things. Um, other than flashing your image to put on your hard drive, we have a video about how to do this. Uh, if, if you're listening to this and think about getting the framework and go get it, pump the brakes, make sure you do your due diligence and make your image before you go do that. Cause you can't just put a new hard drive in. It needs to have the, obviously the Chrome OS image on it. Um, 
And so, uh, you know, you can upgrade that stuff if you want to. So those are like all perks. And the fact that you can easily repair this thing if you need to, like if you break your screen, the Chromebook's not done. You just go get you a new screen, go to framework, order the screen, and there's a QR code you scan and yeah. there's a video specifically walking you through. And while it's not like uh, child's play necessarily, it's super simple. Right comparative yeah and and major manufacturers are never going to be modular like that but major manufacturers should be a little more flexible i mean we are my wife's uh duet five got broken they don't have replacement screens i mean you can buy a replacement screen on like aliexpress for like 180 bucks but why would you do that yeah do all that stuff you don't ruin they should make this stuff a little more like i'm not a big like right to repair guy but at the same time there should be, be something you can something do. you can do and yeah. that's that's part of it like you the the tighter everything gets in a device like the less easy it's going to become yeah. repaired so the fact that framework has built this thing it's not just well it's, it's easy to repair like it is dead simple to yeah, repair it's made to repair <laughs> right uh, you know and i had somebody point out in the the youtube video they're like well you know you said the the negatives uh that you have on it aren't really at the expense of it being modular like the camera that you know the webcam isn't great you know, I kind of banged on it a little bit. The expansion ports, I didn't even get to that yet. So the, there's four ports that literally you can swap them. Um, I'm pretty sure the Thunderbolt 4 on the inside, basically. And then there's just a modular <clears throat> thing that houses all the stuff that converts it. Uh, but you have <clears throat> HDMI, uh, DisplayPort, uh, USB-A, USB-C, uh, micro SD, SD. Ethernet, microSD. I think that's those are the options. Do they have a CAC reader? Mm-mm. I don't no, think so. Don't they have one for the Windows, maybe. I feel like I saw maybe. one. Wouldn't it maybe. be bigger than the expansion port, though? Hell, well, I don't like, know how oh, big yeah, the expansion they're, they're, port they're is. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit wider than a driver's license. There might be a, an additional thing uh, maybe, not, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm seeing that. Um, but yeah, the uh, uh, expansion ports are cool, except like a lot of times when I go to pull the HDMI one out, even though there's a button on there that's supposed to keep it locked in, it would slide right out with. And it could just be that one port I had, but that's one of the ports that you, you know are going to unplug a lot, and it... No matter where I put it, it kind of kept coming out. Mm. And so to me, it's just like, man, eh, you know, this, this is part of, yeah. you know, having this ability. <laughs> Every like time you, you unplug it, it, you have to like hold, yeah, it, in. hold it in and then pull it out. Like, yeah, be mindful of that. But for some people like, well, I paid a thousand dollars for this Chromebook. Right. It shouldn't happen. Like, okay, well, I want you to be aware of that. Um, that that's a thing. Battery life was, you know, pretty standard seven to nine hours of use, something like that. Um, with, re- you know, realistic screen brightness. Uh, and realistic expectations. Just uh, funny because that that's the P series that's in the gaming Acer, mm-hmm. and the Acer is getting better battery life rundown tests than most of the other 12th end devices. Mm-hmm. So that P series, which technically on paper is supposed to be more powerful, yeah. is getting better battery life. Yeah, but strange. I think it's the core configuration is why I believe. Yeah, it's got to be so. something something on that. I know. I mean, all of like Intel devices <clears throat> just aren't great to begin with. Let me just be honest. Like I feel like Intel's been working on power and kind of neglecting battery life a little bit um but you know you understand what you pay for there mm-hmm. well once uh, they got past skylake i think they rested a little bit because they, they and things were horrible up until so that i'm hoping so. that like the raptor lake and the like the yeah. next gen when they get down to what are they going down Meter, to raptor man. oh you mean the, 10 nanometer yeah they're going to seven i think is it seven or five whatever it is Might be five. Yeah. whenever they get to that hopefully we'll see a little jump in battery life again um because 13th gens that are out in the market right now with Windows are all still based on the same architecture that 12th gen ones are. It's just a clock difference. Um, anywho, 
so so this device is you know what i meant by the whole like placing a premium on modularity is that at the end of the day you know framework has to still for a thousand bucks they're going to still have to cut some corners like when you look at i, I looked at i was at a uh, best buy yesterday and looked that they have the uh, 360 version of the samsung uh, book pro ultra whatever the new one yeah whatever the uh, big laptop yeah. is it was they've, ultra. Got, they've got the convertible one mm-hmm. you know galaxy I, book I ultra or like, something yeah I mean, just so there's yeah, they're so nice, so pretty, um, and and but it's like three grand or something, you know, twenty seven hundred dollars yeah. or something. I'm like, it's expensive, you know, it's expensive to to research and to build a, a laptop like this. And so when you get a thousand dollar laptop, it's like, yeah, you saved a little bit of money because there's not Windows on it, but at the end of the day, probably not that much. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Windows is buttering their bread with Windows licenses anymore. Uh, they're doing other stuff or Microsoft. I'm sorry, not Windows. Um, and so. Again, when you get down to a thousand dollar laptop, you're making the company is making decisions, and I should have maybe clarified this a little bit more in the review. But the company is going to make decisions about what they can and can't do from a manufacturing standpoint. And for them, there is no we can't repair that or we can't replace that part to this. Like you can literally buy the entire laptop in pieces if you would like and put it together yourself. Like that's an option you can do it. Um, and so that that's number one for them. Number two is all the rest of the stuff. And so what well, doesn't have the best webcam in it? Well, yeah, that's an, like somebody said, well, you could upgrade the webcam. That's that should be a plus. I'm like, well, I did say that in the review, like you could down the road, but the one that comes with it for nine ninety nine should be better than the one that's in there. And it is a positive that you can replace it one day, but the, the focus on modularity meant that, that was probably one place they were like, eh, could yeah. shave some money off here and just slap that well, thing in there. Because you, we'll yeah, you don't see laptop a lot, many laptops with premium webcams. And yeah. we're just yeah. now seeing Chromebooks with good ones in it. And Windows ones aren't. It. Go buy a no, $2,000 Windows laptop. The webcam MacBooks are still pretty bad, suck. too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not like it's, just, it's a shocking thing. Like, I figured, like, MacBooks... I think it's just this mindset of people people that are are doing virtual stuff like that are going to have a webcam. I mean, I have that one on mine just because I know it's always going to have a better image than whatever I'm using. And it's always going to crap you down to 720p anyway. Right. Right. So not that big of a deal. So is the webcam actually modular on it? Like, do they sell the webcam? Mm -hmm. They do. Okay. Yeah. They sell literally every piece of that laptop. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, you can go on the website and find literally every piece. There's a kit you can buy where you buy and it shows up in pieces. So that you could put it together yourself. And you could do it probably in 20, 30 minutes. Like, it's crazy. But, you know, and so all of that stuff, like, they're focusing on that awesome stuff. video. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Start, get it all in. Like, I'm going to take it apart and put it back together. The- Sorry, major pain. He's hanging upside oh, down yeah. blindfolded. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're going to blindfold assemble a framework Chromebook. I like that. This is, It's on. That would be fun. As no, long as, as long, no, I'll do it. As long as all the parts are out and organized before I start, I think Some I can do it. little bitty screen. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about this game. But the <laughs> entertainment value in this, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You but, all threw a Chromebook off the roof of this building. That's true. I don't want to hear it. It was cheap, though. <laughs> it <sure>. was. <laughs> Um, but all that to say, like the, the, the fact that they were worried most about that stuff and, and it comes through in the build quality too. Like it's not the best build quality you've ever seen in a Chromebook. It's very good, but it's not going to be the best and it never will be because the focus is on modularity. Like right. that's, that's the thing you're paying for. And if that's important to you, if that's something that you're like, yeah, I, I love the idea that I can buy this one device and just keep it. Cause ideally they haven't said this yet, but ideally 
in three or four years, whatever Intel motherboards are coming out for the, these things, they could, or if they do a framework laptop Chromebook edition too, and the motherboard still fits in the same area, you just could buy the new motherboard for swap three or 400 bucks, swap that thing out and get your AUE extended and keep being able to buy these new pieces and just kind of keep letting this thing keep mm-hmm. going. I mean, if that's your thing, it's not my thing. You know, my thing is check out the newest thing, mm-hmm. you know, every couple months. So I, that would not be for me. <laughs> but for a lot of people, I Robbie's think Robbie's one and only Chromebook forever. <laughs> Ooh, Never. That sounds terrible. <laughs> um, that wouldn't happen. But I like the I, I like the idea of it. Right. Like, right. For somebody that wants that. I this even is... kind of like the idea. Yeah. I'm like, that's really cool to think. Like, I just have this device, but I don't. I, don't I mean, even, it'll be I fun to like have just one Chromebook anyway. Like, if so if I, they let us, if they let us hang on to this one, we can do that. Like as yeah. as a new, yeah. you know, uh, new processor comes out, let's let's upgrade it. Let's upgrade it. Yeah, I mean, it'd be really cool. Or if a new camera comes out, and then right. we can we can pop a new camera. Yeah. In. Let's upgrade it. Uh, if they make their fingerprint scan, that was the other knock. Oh yeah, the fingerprint. Why scanner. do they not put the finger? They have a fingerprint module that goes right where the power button is. Did it you comes ask with them? the Windows device? They just said it's not not available. Just not available. Mm-hmm. It won't work because I checked to see because I was like, if it'll work, we'll buy one. Yeah. You know, or I'll get them to send one at least, on, and and we'll replace it and do a video about it. It'd be yeah. really cool. On the on the like Chrome OS side. Even if we were to buy the Windows one and try to hook it in, Chrome OS wouldn't see it, right? Or yeah, how does Chrome that work? Chrome OS has to it has to pass. I don't know what their security measures are there, but it, I I don't think you can use third party fingerprint scanners like the the uh, um, sorry phones ringing. Um, the underlying TPM has to like line up, right? Yeah, um, like each but, each individual board is programmed to either have it or not. So okay. if it's right. not, so, then it, it probably could, just wouldn't. so framework could work with oh, the t- oh yeah, Chromos team 100%. to get a fingerprint added. Yeah, I mean version. we have devices that yes. have it. Yeah, that wouldn't. And be they a big could deal. they could get second edition. They could get an update that, that makes the it work on the one that's available mm-hmm. on right oh, okay. now. Okay, I see. They yeah. could do that. Um, I'm glad just, you said that. Though. We we need to check and see if um, um, third party. They've talked about it, but I don't know if third party ones do or yeah, not. Like ones. USB ones and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. From what I, I understand, I don't no think they do yeah. because they have to basically get Google's okay on that device to say yeah. That, yeah, and it'd be cool if they if Google just okayed certain. But like ones. Chrome, Chrome browser has fingerprint. Um, authentication now yeah. so i'm just wondering like will one of those work with they should i, I mean yeah we have to try or if there's a work you can get one for best buy for like 40 bucks yeah yeah so you can see what happens yeah so your conclusion in this video was was basically this this one kind of comes down to the person absolutely so it has to like yeah. most most purchasing decisions obviously do um it's, it's very rare that i'm like everyone should buy this actually <laughs> yeah. it's not very rare it's it's it never happens i never ever say this is for everyone this is the one uh, but this one's peculiar, um, mm-hmm. just like with the HP, like with the Dragonfly. You know, $1,000 Chromebook maybe isn't for everyone, but is this probably the best Chromebook ever made? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. The HP all, is what when I'm you, talking about. When you look yeah. at all the pieces. Yeah. yeah, when you lay it out, it's like, man, this thing is... Yeah, I have primo, no qualms saying I said it in both the articles I wrote. I mean, whether you like it or not, whether you would pay this for it or not, it is hands down the best... Most well Best built, clamshell most well rounded Chromebook ever. People made. Are like, I've seen people say with HP, like, it, it doesn't have uh, pen support. Why would you pay a thousand dollars? Because it's a clamshell. Do you want to like? Have you ever done this? Who cares? It's awful. Yeah. Um, you know, and so 
all that stuff aside, like that that device is easier to me, I think, because it's like, hey, if you want a premium Chromebook and you're cool with a clamshell, then you know, go for it. The framework, it's like, it is premium, but it doesn't come off like the same. It does not come off same fit and finish that something mm, like the Dragonfly yeah. does. It mm-hmm. just it just doesn't. And and you know that. Like you, I pick it up, and it's like I can make some concessions for it because I know the price for this thing partially comes in the fact that it was made the way it is. And if if you value that and you think that is a unique thing, then it is something that I don't know what alarm. that was. <laughs> I didn't mean to set an alarm. For Wake up. <laughs> I think I accidentally said it when I was going to set the timer. Uh, I accidentally. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Huh. My phone's just being dumb. Samsung. There you go. Weird Samsung Probably. stuff happened. It's okay. Fold's coming <sighs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it, it's a great. It's a great Chromebook, mm-hmm. uh, and it gets most like if you're just looking for a premium Chromebook, it it does most of that too. And I, I would argue if you just want a premium Chromebook, and you really like everything to be the best possible feel and everything fit and finish. Spend your thousand bucks probably on the on the Dragonfly Pro. If you'd like to be able to upgrade it, you don't need a touchscreen. Well, that kind of stuff. You can't I buy can't. it right now, so buy the framework. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Um, sorry. It's a different story. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be more. They'll yeah. come. Yeah, hopefully, definitely. hopefully they're getting ready to get them in like Best Buys and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, not framework. Framework. I think it's only going to be through framework. But yeah, um, yeah, the Dragonfly would be cool if it starts showing up soon. They haven't. They won't tell us. Yeah. exactly what they're doing there. It's so this framework, you know, it is a uh, a premium device. I mean, for a thousand bucks, you are getting a premium device. Yeah, yeah. It just has some little quirks, you know, because it's a modular Chromebook. Right. <laughs> so it's like if you're that person, if that's the dev- if that's what you're looking for, you like the modularity, you like to be able to repair and upgrade. This this might be the device for you. Yeah, so, go for it. Go check out the review. Uh, we'll link it down in the show notes. But for right now, we're going to take a quick break for an ad, and we'll be right back. Or I don't know if there'll be an ad or not. We're changing our ads. I don't know if there'll be an ad or not. We're just going to take a break. We'll be right back. What's up, everyone? We're back. Uh, let's talk. Let's continue the discussion about the Android $1,000 tablets versus $1,000 Chromebooks because I think it applies to, obviously, we were already kind of talking a little bit about yeah, and we framework. Talk, we were talking about Windows versus, you know, and value proposition. I get that whole thing when people are like, well, I can't run blah, blah, blah on Chromebook. That's that's fair. That's value proposition. Right, and so that goes, so but yeah, it goes back to what we were talking about. If if a Chromebook does everything you need, <laughs> then the conversation becomes: What would you like your Chromebook to be? You don't mind paying that for it if you right. can afford it and you want something nicer. If a cheap Chromebook or a five thousand dollar Chromebook will not do the job that you need it to it do, matter. then it doesn't matter. Right, yeah. it's not I mean, valuable to you. If I need a, a tractor to go bale hay and all I have is my Nissan. It's not it's a tractor. Like, it's like if I know? need, if for some reason I needed Final Cut to do a job, right. like and and all I can buy is a Windows <clears> laptop. <throat> spending more money doesn't increase the value of that mm-hmm. laptop because nope. it doesn't have the tool I need to go do the mm-hmm. job. So, um, so it's not that conversation because that's a that's a really nuanced conversation. I feel like you know for a lot of people like they get caught up in that. Like, why would I pay that much? Because there's this aspirational idea of like one day I might want to do something. The truth is, you probably check your bank account, social media answer some emails and do some light document editing on your device and a Chromebook does all of those and things. Netflix. There's this aspirational part of people that, well, I got a, I got a MacBook because I think one day I might want to do XYZ or I got a Windows laptop because I think I might want to XYZ. Um, for me, I bought a Windows, uh, a big gaming rig for our golf simulator. Yep. Like, because that's the tool I needed to go buy for that. 
I don't like using it, yep. but you know, I mean, it does the job. Like I, I have it do what it needs to do. I literally took everything else off of it. Everything possible. It only does the little bit of stuff that it needs to do. And then it's all, yeah. it hasn't I mean, been stuck in uh in update purgatory. I don't feel like, or has it? And you've just done uh, them at night. It, yeah. Basically when I'm leaving, it's like, yeah, it's me just, update yeah. And shut down. Yeah. Yep. I'll see you later. Oh, it's like my nephew, my brother messaged the other day and said, Hey, you know, do you know a lot about Apple? And I'm like, well, I really don't, but I'm not, I'm sure I know enough to answer whatever question like, you might have. Probably know more than you. Yeah, I mean, no. And he did tell my wife last night at dinner that I'm the nerd of the family, and I'm like, you know what? It pays the bills, whatever. So, but he asked about a MacBook for my nephew Zach, who goes to uh, University of Kentucky, and that was my first question: was what does he need it for? Because I know what he's doing in school, but I'm like, why does he need? It? He's like, well, he's he has actually left the football team entirely. He is just doing videography that he's paid by the school to do whatever. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, he needs a MacBook then. So we yeah. sat down and we configured one and, and ordered him one. But like, if he was just needing it because he wanted something to do social media and stuff, and I'm like, don't go buy. Because yeah. my brother was going to buy whatever he asked. I'm like, please don't go buy a four thousand dollar MacBook so he can get on Facebook. Don't right. That, you know. So. Um, and so that that that's a whole different discussion. Like. What hit me the other day was uh, I saw something about the Galaxy Tab uh, S8 Ultra. Yeah. And then I saw one at, at Best Buy yesterday while I was there. And it's gorgeous. I bet it's nice. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like a laptop sitting there. It's huge. It's like 14 point something inch. I mean, it looked, I thought it was a laptop for a second. And I was like, oh, no, that's their tablet thing. And I went and messed with it for a little 14? bit. But even like the, like moving the mouse around on the trackpad. I literally, I did it a couple of times because I'd stop and it would kind of, it was like, mm. move, like it, it, whatever, that's not what I'm here to discuss, but it was enough that it was like, <laughs> that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and just Dex as a desktop, it just feels bolted on. Every time I've tried to use it, I've messed with it on this phone. Mm-hmm. You just, and there are just people that swear it. by it, but I'm just shocked that it's still a thing. That um, uh, and, and mainly, the, the it's not that the OS part of it's that bad, it's not great, but it's not even that so much as it's like shoehorning android apps that are already bad on laptop right. on on tablets and then trying to make a desktop version out of it. like it's just not very good at that and so like with dex the only browser that looks normal on desktop is the samsung <clears throat> browser if you open chrome you get the <clears throat> the window bar from dex and then the bar at the top from chrome and it's super janky looking and just i don't know it's it's weird it's something I would use only in a pinch, mm-hmm. um, and then even then, it would I would be getting out of it as quick as possible because I, I I want to be on a desktop. I want to be using a desktop class browser, and I'm I'm still a bit unsure as to why there's such a gap between the two. I know they're different uh, underlying architectures and all that kind of stuff, and you know WebKit and all this stuff. Like I get that there's different things, but I'm like at this point, I'm I just I'm curious why. Uh, mobile applications for browsing the internet haven't tried to be more like the desktop versions. Like you don't have to surface all that stuff. You don't have right. to show all of it. But if I get it on a desktop and I click inspect, I'd, I'd like to see all the stuff. Like why Chrome OS or Chrome's dev tools not in Chrome on Android or Chrome on, I, I kind of get iOS. iOS is super messy, but you know, like on Android, why is it not closer to the same experience? And I, I don't fully understand probably do some research and find out but um you know they're, they're i just know they're different very very different experiences using the two and so when you take the chrome that is built for your phone and blow it up on a big screen you quickly just start running into weird little things here and there because mm-hmm. it's built for mobile it's not built for a desktop are there extensions just, 
No. No. There are other chromium mobile chromium. Why, yeah. Though. There are other chromium. What's there was one big one that that they were the ones that pioneered. We're gonna have extensions, extensions mobile. for mobile, but no chrome. They never really picked up. That'd be a question for some of the people we know at Google. Yeah, and, I think that's something that they just don't want to embrace. And, and again, again, it's a, it's an architectural thing. Like it's like the mobile browser is built one way, and the desktop one's built another. Right. I get it. Like I just don't know why. Uh, I don't know if there's a limitation. Or if it's, I don't know. I just, I literally don't know. And I just know that they're very, very different. Uh, not just in theoretically different. Like they're very different to use. If you've ever, you know, if you if you want to try this, you have a Chromebook. Go install Chrome. Go and go to the Play Store, install Chrome, and start using it as your as your web browser. And you'll see really quickly. Like this is this just doesn't feel like it fits. It's yeah. weird. Um, and so because your web browser is the thing you use most on desktop all of a sudden it's like okay well, i got this desktop thing and it runs like phone apps and stuff pretty good obviously it's an android tablet um the desktop os itself is not great like moving around virtual desks or you know multi-window layouts are real weird because it's not built to be multi-window layout and so you're i know android 13 is better at that but it you can just tell you can tell it's a mobile operating system parading or masquerading as trying to be a desktop it's trying to like be a big boy and you know if you use it like ipads i think are meant to be used i believe i don't know they keep introducing more stuff to ipads too for you know keyboard trackpad use but if you use it to where it's like i'm going to always basically butt two apps together and and that's what i'm going to be using to me that feels like super constricting right the idea of operating like that all day long <clears throat> makes me super anxious like i, I want like free floating windows that i can move around mm -hmm. and resize and not think about um but whatever if you you know two apps next to each other and you switch apps out as you need if that's cool for you then hey go for it go crazy none of this is like an indictment of android tablets i don't want to act like I, I don't think they're great um you know i want them to be well why not I'd like to be cool if they're great be great um the hardware is great uh the samsung the lenovo one we saw at ces they're great um, so it's not to it's not to knock Android tablets and be like, oh, they're terrible and Chromebooks are the best thing ever made. I'm not saying that. Uh, and I'm not even saying that Chromebooks are the best thing for everybody that's looking at higher-end Android tablets. The point of the post was, in the general like consensus of people that look at this stuff, we see $999 appended to a Chromebook, and it's, that's absurd. Yeah. Why would you pay that much money for a Chromebook? It's crazy. It just blah, 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 over and over and over again. And then we've got the, the the Galaxy Ultra tablet thing that I was just talking about starts at eleven hundred dollars for the lowest configuration. That's what no, and that's without the three hundred dollar keyboard. Yep, and that's without the pen, and that's without <clears throat> any of the accessories that you need to basically make it into the laptop that you bought it to be. Because who buys a fourteen inch tablet just to hold? Um, and so, and same thing with the Lenovo. I think it's twelve hundred dollars. It's it's mm, right up yeah. there. I don't think the keyboard accessory. No, it might be expensive too because it's kind of like an iPad. The iPads, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Theirs comes with like, it though, doesn't all? I think maybe, but they're both north. Yeah, I north mean it, they're thousand. not cheap. Yeah, at all. And so the whole premise of the post was: Why is it that when we get these high-end Android tablets, people do say they're expensive? You read reviews, people are like, ah, you know, just keep in mind it's expensive. But, you know, it does all this stuff. Right. It's like there's already this expectation of, well, you know it's expensive, but that doesn't matter. It's right. expensive because it's nice. Yeah. You know, it's expensive. And it does this well, things. And remember, Android tablets aren't, you know, capable of great Android apps, you know, in, in tablet size and blah, blah, blah. But you never see the argument of, 
Well, it's limited in its scope, so why in God's name would you pay $1,000 for a Chrome? Right, because like, by that argument, the same yeah, argument. By that argument, you take the Duet 5, which runs ad Android apps okay. It's not a screaming beast by any means, right. but it runs Android apps fine. But you get the entire ecosystem of Chrome OS. By that, it should be $900 or right. $800. Right. It's, it's $499, frequently on sale for $380. Right, because it has so, more ability. I can and it comes, do oh, it comes with the it. keyboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. And so, like, as these new Chromebook uh, tablets, that you know, based on Geralt, you know, that will eventually come out, as they come out, and they do have pretty good performance. Like, again, they're not going to be on the level of these twelve, thirteen hundred dollar ones, but they'll probably be five or six hundred bucks tops. And no one's gonna be like, hey, you know, it, instead of buying that super expensive Android tablet, you should buy this Chromebook because now you'll get to do all these extra things. It's stupid to go buy a twelve hundred dollar Android tablet because you can't do all the stuff that you can do on this. Like that argument just never gets made. It's just like, oh, you know, the Android tab, the con is it's expensive, you know. It's expensive, but it's not. It's expensive for an Android tablet. It's just it's an expensive piece of hardware. I just want to know. People said that about Chromebooks. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a little expensive. Okay. Yeah. The the HP Dragonfly Pro, a thousand dollars, is expensive for any laptop. Like that's just that's a lot of money. But it's not. It's always well. It's expensive for a Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Like if you're only going to be running Chrome OS, on it's expensive. Yeah. Like I. How is this a thing? Like an Android tablet is less capable than a Chromebook. Because that's period. my thing. Like like the Samsung or whatever. I'm sure people that are artists that are using like the you know whatever graphic design and things like that. There, the value is there for them. But the average consumer paying fourteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. What are you using that for? That's worth fourteen hundred dollars. Because I bet you're on Facebook and watching Netflix. Right. Which I can do on our games. Two hundred dollar. You know, Lenovo. Right. Is it just the more entertainment, like consumer uh, uh, device for somebody that they want to have the 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 full Android app of uh, I don't know uh, Instagram working perfectly, and maybe on Chrome OS it doesn't work work perfectly on that tablet. Instagram does not work perfectly on Android tablets. So no, it has what, to be it has to be small Who's size. using these devices? And Let maybe, us know. <laughs> maybe not How a lot of people. You? Maybe not many people. And it's not even that. It's not even yeah. so much that, you know, why why aren't people using Android tablets? The the whole point to me is that it just gets framed in two t- very different ways. Right. You have expensive Android tablets that are very limited in their scope of what they can do, and it's not Oh, that's so expensive. Why would you ever pay that much for an Android tablet? You should never buy an Android tablet more than $600. It's ridiculous that they get made. That argument just Mm-hmm. doesn't exist it's just like oh well that one's expensive anyway you know and and if it was that way with chromebooks i'd be like that eh, that's fine that's it's fine for people to just be like well that's an that's an expensive chromebook okay, yeah it is but it's that's expensive for a chromebook like i would never pay that much money for something that runs chrome os i'm like is it is it maybe what? is it maybe something to do with just like people's perceptions and market like where the market is, right? So yep. the comparison, oh, absolutely a perception. Issue. The com- the comparison of tablets is iPad, right? Like you look at these things that people have that they spend crazy amounts of money on the new big huge iPad, right? That's their comparison in their mind, you know. And so then when it's laptops, they're comparing them to 
Right. Max yeah, because and all most this other average stuff, you your know? average consumer still looks at a Chromebook and thinks it's yeah, just, it's just a, a browser. web browser. Right. That you, they don't. No one thinks of a Chromebook when you're talking about gaming or video editing or Linux or anything. Mm-hmm. No, no one. When I say no one, I mean the mass majority of people. No one has any idea that Chrome OS is oh. capable of doing what it does. And we've talked about it on this show. Even yeah. people in tech don't yeah. know yeah, what it's absolutely understand. Yeah. yeah. And and that's on Google and, and the partners that they work with to, to fix. But it's it's kind of an absurdity that exists mm-hmm. right now. Right. Like it's this and I'm tired of hearing it. Like yeah. no one's saying that everyone needs to go spend thousand dollars on a Chromebook. Yeah. Like but it's okay for them to exist. Right. It is one hundred percent fine for them to exist. And there are people, there's a market for it. Like, yeah, we've got a bunch of the comments from these types of people on everywhere. So look on the website, look on social media, look on YouTube thousand dollars for a chromebook i would never do that or whatever or you no one should ever buy that or whatever all this stuff when but we did our quiz people that that look at it and go this is really nice and then they use it and they go god this is exceptionally nice yeah for something like the dragonfly pro mm-hmm. and so you know it's it's a matter of slowly but surely changing that perception you know that that uh, poll that that, that poll yeah not that, quiz that, it wasn't a quiz it, did. we didn't test you no 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 test there was there was no right if i had <laughs> you failed no, yeah. <laughs> uh, eight hundred dollars seemed to be that was people. the cap yeah yeah Which, and it's like that's that's better weird. than three years ago though mm-hmm. i mean oh yeah the fact that sure. you have that number of people willing to pay that but again like you take the premium chromebooks i can't tell you how many people have asked me you know like when i'm using the elite dragonfly or one of the other you know even my pixelbook go and they're like oh is that a macbook because they just assume if it's premium it's gotta it can't right. be it's just know, perception there's no way i'm like i guarantee if you could go out on the street basically and then hand somebody an hp the hp for for five minutes let them <clears throat> check their facebook or whatever for a few minutes and then hand them you know uh i don't know a thousand dollar android tablet let them mess around with it and be like hey would you pay the same amount of money for these two things most people i guarantee you would be like yeah if they didn't know what they were you yep. don't know what i'm not giving you any idea what these things are you're just using them feeling what they feel like experiencing using it sounds like a good video idea and then you it know, really does it, right. these are both one thousand dollar devices do you feel it's it's fair for both of them like this one can do this but it's yeah. limited to do this and this one can do this and it's limited you know like yeah dollar amount aside do you feel that they're comparable do you feel right. that they would be worth paying like the most same people money. would just be like yeah 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 these are both great and so it's like where does that perception leak in then from the side of like I, no there's no way any chromebook's worth 999 dollars like I, I don't get it i don't get i don't get in the same breath that someone would say that about a chromebook that they would likely if they're being honest if they looked at a very nice android tablet and and asked well you know is that worth that well yeah i mean it's it's really nice you know it it, it because samsung wouldn't be making them continuing right. to make yeah. them year yeah. year somebody's buying someone's them. buying them. yeah and lenovo's trying to break into that exactly. market you know i mean someone's even the, the little them. one that i'm testing right now it's slow because it's that's i think it's a. Uh, I think it's one of the little baby dimensities, but I mean, it's a nice tablet just for doing normal and, stuff. And there are so many cheap Android tablets, <laughs> you would feel like the argument would end up being the exact same between the two. Like, right. People, would, when when expensive Android tablets come out, there's huge pushback because why in God's name, we don't need expensive Android tablets. Android's not good enough to be on an expensive tablet. If you want an expensive tablet, go buy an iPad. That would be the same argument that we get with Chromebooks. If you want an expensive laptop, go buy a Windows laptop, buy a MacBook. Don't buy a Chromebook. What are you thinking? It's mm-hmm. an idiot move. Like, we're so stupid. You know, like, 
Okay, well, then that exact argument should be applying to Android tablets. There is a precedent set that Android tablets were cheap and affordable and, yeah, they're a little slow and whatever, but they'll get the job done kind of thing. That The Amazon Fire tablets mm. for a while. Like, all that stuff, you would think that that would be the overriding opinion. And it just, again, I'm not saying that millions of people are buying expensive Android tablets, but they're clearly selling enough of them to keep making them. Right. And then when you read reviews and you look at comment sections around it, the overriding narrative isn't it's too expensive. It's like, well, that's kind of a negative against this, this really nice piece of hardware, you know, and they move on to the review. And I think, I think like you said, a lot of that, and this shouldn't all be on Google. Google's not making money off hardware. It's not just on Google. It's on these manufacturers and HP is, they've kind of leapt forward and said, Hey, we're going to make consumer models and we're going to tell people why they're great. And Right. right now the Chromebook, the Dragonfly Chromebook's the only one that's sold out on their website. But I think it goes right back to the general common misconceptions. I saw a guy in a Chromebook group the other day. He's an older gentleman. I don't know how old, but he said he was like an IT developer back in like the 70s and 80s. So he's probably up there in years. Retirement age, probably. Got a Chromebook and was just talking about how uh, because of security and viruses and things like that, I just, you know, I find that it's. Uh, it's better for me to just use my Chromebook in guest mode, but what about this? And I'm just like, that's a, I mean, that right there is probably the general, general idea is that, you know, virus, most people probably have no idea that you can't, <laughs> theoretically, can't get a virus on a Chromebook. Right. You know, and that regardless of what you think about Google, Chrome OS is more secure than any other not just the physical hardware, not just the operating system, but your personal information is more secure than when you're on a Windows device. Right. It just is. So. Yeah. And, and it, I don't know. I don't know how some of those uh, perceptions get changed. It feels like they should have changed by now. But, you know, Chrome OS was, was <clears throat> kind of born and, and, and grown in the first 10 years as this affordable alternative and right. slim and light and only does the basics and all that kind of stuff. And so now it's like, all right, we kind of pigeonhole ourselves a little mm-hmm. bit. How do we get out of that? Uh, because it is frustrating to see, you know, the obviously the mentality has changed for Android tablets. You know, nobody's freaking out when they mm-hmm. put out an iPad cost equivalent Android tablet. So if we can get there, you know, we can get to the point where people see the, the benefit in it. Because I'm like, I just, you know, I know Android is more well known, I guess, but. It's so limited. Like, and I think that's where where so Google's limited. gonna yeah Google's gonna have to figure out how do you market something like this because at its core Chrome OS without Android apps turned on without Linux and all that other stuff it's still lightweight safe cloud based secure operating system that syncs across all your devices. How do they market it as that while still highlighting its expanded exponentially expanded capabilities? Because right. I think that's the problem is you know with like. Mac, if you buy a Mac and it has Mac OS on it, Mac OS is Mac OS. You're getting everything that it gets, whether you need it or not. Right. Chrome OS is just, it's simplistic and clean and lightweight, but people need to understand that it's so much more than it was, but you don't have to have that. I mean, you don't have to have Linux apps. I don't keep Android apps on my Chromebook ever, you know? So I don't know how they tackle that. I really don't. What was the last Android tablet that either of you tried to use as as maybe not a, a full work device but as that kind of companion device that's the word i was looking for I mean, i'm using that du- it's not a duet it's the little small and it's the size of the duet three it's whatever there yeah. i've been using it at home it's okay i wouldn't game on it it won't it won't handle like 
first person shooters and stuff but for like a consumption device it's fine i'd be curious uh, like I, yeah, I, I, I've, I haven't tried a good one i wonder if lenovo would send us we might reach out to lenovo Probably. and see if the they'll send one. us the new one yeah just yeah. to see like is there something that is intriguing that we're not catching about yeah. this device you know that, uh, and obviously like there there are people that are going to buy them just because and i think what, for whatever tablet. reason they want it yeah, i haven't and i know like kenny's looking for a tablet and you know he's just like i'm just ready yeah, to go back something. to having a tablet yeah. and that, that's like maybe you want something that's a little more focused uh only mm. does a couple things mm-hmm. and maybe when the pixel tablet comes i'd be interested to mm. see like maybe maybe a, install a few apps like CapCut, keeny master and just try from like for what we do, maybe not, but from like a creator's perspective, if I was literally just a social media influencer, a tablet might be the perfect solution for that because it's big enough to do your simple, you know, social media edits and cap cuts yeah, and stuff like who, that. You know, but it without, keeps who you was focused it? Uh, right. You're still in that. Oh, Joshua Vagara. Is that how you say his last name? Mm-hmm. Sure. Joshua Vagara was saying he's doing his shorts and stuff, filming them on the phone, airdropping them to the iPad using the pen to edit on the right. iPad and it's super it's great yeah, for like and, short it, content. And like know? this whole argument dissolves when we talk about iPad because mm-hmm. the iPad has such a vast library of uh tablet specific applications that are built for productivity on people there are a lot of people that can get their entire workload A to A to B yeah. A to Z done on an iPad. They, right. There are. And I feel like those people vehemently like argue for for their whole thing the way that we do for Chromebooks. Sure, right, like, yeah, yeah. When yeah, I'm yeah. trying to tell people, yes, I work all day, every day, all the time on Chromebooks. That's all I ever use. You know, and they're like, wow, how do you do that? I feel like the same people do that with iPad people too. Yeah, like, for sure. The people that aren't using the iPad as a extra thing here, there, you know, and but they're like, hey, I can do all of my stuff, everything that I do for work, I can do on this thing that I can fold up and just kind of pick up and take, and it's lighter and I can detach it from this thing and maybe play some games and it's great for entertainment, yada, yada, yada. I, I get that. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like what's it's odd that, that you know, a, a, a user of any Apple product would find you know consensus with a user of a, a Chromebook, but I feel like we're in the same camp yeah. on that. Like mm-hmm. you're always trying to defend and to explain to people, yes, I actually do use this type of device for my work. I don't have to go get my Windows. Yeah, there's no out. concessions being made. It's like everything we do works perfectly right. on that. Because, I mean, honestly, what most of what we do is inside the web. So, I mean, that's... Most of what most people do. <laughs> right. And that's the thing is that people don't want to... They either don't understand or they don't want to admit it. I'm mean, like, you know, most of every, pretty but much everything I, you and do. And I get the aspirational stuff. I do. There's like, uh, well, what if one day down the road I want to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, you know, if that's how you purchase tech, then that's how you purchase tech. I don't know. Um, I'm not paying an extra $2,000 for something I might one day do. Yeah. You know, I'm going to wait until I'm going to, I'm ready to do it. And I, I'm forced to go buy the tool for that mm-hmm. thing. And the same can be said again, of people who operate from the big iPad pro, what is it? Pro max. Yeah. Sure. Know, it's max from phones. Pro oh, max plus the big pro, yeah. um, with <laughs> the keyboard and stuff on it. It's got the trackpad. And I've, I see people, not all the time, but I do see people out and that's what they're using. And I just wonder like, is that your main thing because it yeah, could be yeah uh with the pen right. and the trackpad and everything like it could be you're gonna uh, it's it's a paradigm shift just like anything else like if you decide like i'm going in i'm gonna make this my whole thing because back when ipads first came out like ipad 2 um i i wanted to live and work off a tablet i don't know why i just did and so i tried real hard back then that was not possible it was just no good mm-hmm. 
Um, and so I just, you know, went back to my Windows laptop. But yeah, I had the first Retina display one, and I tried working think, from I'm gonna it. I'm going to do it, and, and it's just like, like no. it just wasn't ready for that. But the application library is, is big enough now, <laughs> and there are, again, there are people that don't need, I mean, I'm one of them. I don't. I don't need Microsoft's Office Suite. I don't ever use it for anything ever. Like I don't. I don't need it. I have zero use for that. So, once you un untie yourself from these certain corporatey things that have been around for thirty or forty years, you see, like if I want to compute this way, I can. Um, and and I made that choice for Chrome OS because I like the web. I like the idea of the open web instead of a closed garden of applications. Like I like the idea that, you know, we can eventually start doing all sorts of things via web technologies. I, I love the web and, and how it works, but some people don't care about that stuff. They just want their apps. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, iOS or iPad OS has apps, but it's the same argument. Like they can argue for an expensive device because they can get their whole job done. And people are like, well, it's Apple. So it's okay. You know, mm -hmm. and nobody, nobody bats an eye over it. Well, if I'm over here do, making the exact same argument with a Chromebook, all of a sudden it's like, you can't, 999 for Chromebooks, crazy. That's crazy. Why? That's crazy. If it's premium materials, why is that crazy? I don't, I don't get it. And so, I don't know. It's a frustrating thing. And I just felt like writing it because I don't know. Maybe I was a little salty this morning. You know? We're going to start a, a new segment uh, on the podcast. Robbie's rants. Mm. Hot take. You know what really grinds Robbie's my gears. <laughs> you know what really. You know what really. Here's my beef for the day. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's uh, uh, I haven't read your your article yet. I think I think I just got the gist you of got it. it. But, <laughs> but we'll I mean, link it down we'll below. We'll link it down there. You, if you if listen you wanna, through all that, you yeah, don't need if to you read made it. it till the end here, let the us article know. is the hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, I feel like this is even more fleshed out. The article wasn't that long. Yeah, yeah I made the argument. That's why and podcasting's moved on. fun. It is because you can really talk right. through some of these ideas. Think, and, think it out loud. Because like yeah. we even got to some points in there, I was like, eh, I didn't thought about that. Maybe that is what it is. And I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. Again, I. I made clear in the article, I'm not like bashing Android tablets right. or saying that you shouldn't buy one. It's just a, just a something just, that's on your mind. It's yeah. weird that the perception is so yeah. skewed yeah, it is. Yeah. in both sides. So yeah. It's just weird to me. Yeah. Well, we'll link it down in the show notes if you want to go dig into that uh, article, you can. But I think that's it for this week, folks. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening and watching. If you are watching over on YouTube, make sure to give us a thumbs up. Go down there and click subscribe. And make sure to click the notification bell over there in the corner. But that's it for this week. We'll catch you all next week. See you.